0: Thank you. year the epic continues this is the brew and view podcast Shouting into the void.
1: We are the Mm -hmm. Bruin View podcast.
2: Oh, hecky, yeah. We could not shout into the void. If you want to shout back, Mm -hmm. let us know you're out there. (laughs) As As, someone let us know, (laughs) uh,
1: our friends say, holla back. Y'all. Yeah,
2: holla back. Just do it. It'll be fun. Oh, boy. Uh, If we got a experimental show for you. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm going Excuse me. I went way off. I noticed. Uh, uh, way off. Why don't um, you Why don't
2: you tell everyone who's not in the know about it cause, Yeah. I'm so excited. I uh
1: so as you know, I'm a woodworker. Mm-hmm. And I'm a carpenter.
2: Mhm. <laughs> I work that wood and I finish. Um uh
1: but I one of my friends Uh, he likes to use all my sawdust Mm -hmm. from my, from my workshop in his, uh, in his garden. Oh, so I contacted him earlier in the week and I was like, Hey, got some sawdust for you. Come on over. He's like, okay, well, I'll be over Tuesday night. I'm like, sweet. Came over and he's always, he's always quick with a beer. So he brought two beers over for me and maybe I'll review the next one next week Ooh. but the one I'm reviewing this week and he's and he's one of the, he's a beer drinker like you and I he, okay. he enjoys craft beer he's works at a beer distributor uh, part-time uh, just just to get free beer uh, but what <laughs> nice. he gave me was called natural light and that's right I said natural light natty Nat- natter days
2: <laughs> I love the can it looks like it's, a fun little summer beer It is. it I'm telling you what. This could
1: be my fun summer beer. I'm twelve pack for twelve pack for five bucks. He right, said. dude. Um, this is. I can't explain how light and refreshing this is. Um, it it could be considered like a maybe a ciderish type of beer, but it it's different. It doesn't insist on itself. This is like. Uh, hey, we're going to throw some stuff in here. You may like it. You may not. This is like... Uh, so, to pull back the curtain, we just recorded a, a show, and mm-hmm. I was drinking a, a heavy, heavy, heavy IPA beer. Mm-hmm. Um, so much IBU, they didn't put it on the can. Um, the numbers wouldn't fit. They wouldn't fit. Um, but this thing just pulled all that dankness out of my mouth, like all that like thick cotton out of my mouth like if I would have smoked a big joint mm-hmm. and you drank like the most refreshing glass of iced tea or lemonade just pulled all that out this was that and it's a strawberry what is it strawberry and something
2: strawberry lemonade it looks yeah like.
1: yeah strawberry well fuck. yeah strawberry lemonade nice. um, just refreshing as hell like it made my mouth feel so good Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah i really enjoy this this actually may be a um uh a a hot summer day drinking beer i may get i may may get a case of this
2: or a pallet yeah why not just because it's made by uh just because it's uh under the natural light umbrella yeah i it may have
1: been it may be 20 years since i've had a natural light not bad but that's back when we were playing the old no 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 i'm sorry we we won some beer pong championships with natural light yeah recently so yeah um yeah i i really like this beer go check it out natural light natterdays it will change your life it's not like a bud light lime where Mm. it still tastes like bud light with a hint of lime this is a totally different beer interesting totally i'm gonna keep my eye out for this one yeah I think you'll enjoy it. It may be a little sweet, but I know after drinking a big, heavy, hoppy beer, mm-hmm. it is just the right thing to to cleanse your palate.
2: Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, and All I right. rated it a
1: three five. Not a and, lot. And it looks like we're right at a three uh, two uh,
2: overall. Nice. So yeah, in that, in that wheelhouse, yeah. Nice, 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 nice. I um. Well, yeah, you know, I'm I've never been one. As much as I like craft beer, I've never been one to turn up my nose at a uh, macro. We all know I love my high life. Yeah. Um. So I'll keep an eye out for that because nothing nothing wrong with that. Um. Especially lately, I've just been enjoying the. The lighter beers more. Not really Pilsner's still. Pilsner's still suck. Uh, but a lager every now and then. Blonde ale here and there. You know, it's, it's hot down here. It's hot in the street. Yeah. Top. Uh, hot in those streets. Yeah. Streets are hot. The block is hot. Um, but, you know, beer helps. Uh, speaking of heat, I got a Sweet Heat Gosa from Urban South. Um, longtime listeners will know that I've been drinking Urban South beers for the past three weeks because they just had their anniversary and released a ton of stuff. This one is awesome. I love spicy beers. I love a good spice. Um, This one, Gosa, you know, 4.5, lower ABV, 10 IBU. Very low on that, too. Um, But it's uh, a Gosa with mango puree and habanero. Hmm. And it does. It, it gets that that first taste you get is that that mango sweetness. Oh, and then, then it finishes. Yeah, hot. Yeah, finishes hot, and it's nice. Oh man.
1: Yeah, I like those those sweet hot uh, salsas. Yeah. Like like the peach salsa and stuff like, they are yeah. really good. Or the mango
2: salsas, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah anything I, I can from. anytime I can get some pineapple and some peppers. I'm here for it. Um, no. Mango worthy substitution. So, yeah, I'm really happy about this one. I gave it a a clean four. Complete. Um, My one complaint, I guess, would be is it's kind of like it's kind of not like drinking a beer. Like uh, my favorite beer over at Nola is the um, Pineapple Habanero IPA. Okay, and that's you know, you're drinking a beer. And I know the Gosa is, you know, closer to the sour. It's got a little bit of a salty flavor to it and I enjoy it um but I guess all I can think is um I love this flavor. I'd like it even more hopped up. Okay. So. Still enjoying it though. So. There you go. Urban South. Yeah. Kicking it down. Yeah, Urban South does a lot of the uh They don't do a lot of layups. You know what I mean? They they um their their styles and and the flavors that they use can be kind of a uh, I don't know they challenge themselves I think right
1: it's not all variations on a theme
2: yeah yeah and like there's um there's this place down here called Courtyard um which looks like they just opened but they've been open for almost five years now and they uh, they are big in the um, if you go there you got to get like hazy ipas like that's their bread and butter that's a lot of their beers taste like slight variations on the same recipe it works though i mean it's they make that beer really well but urban south is just across the board just doing all sorts of it's almost like they're throwing darts at at ingredients
1: yeah
2: just uh testing their boundaries or Mm -hmm. yeah
1: Cool, I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's one thing for Trogues, like my favorite brewery. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not, and and I and that's one thing I don't do is go to what they what they mass produce isn't very uh, eclectic. Yeah, what the, what they have in you know when you go to the brewery, their scratch beers are pretty eclectic. Uh, But when they when they mass produce stuff, I mean, they're they're concentrating on the heavy
2: hopped beers. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. Hey, I mean, there's something to be said for that. Like you have an audience and you don't want to throw a uh, sweet heat ghost at them when when they're used to drinking double IPAs. Yep. Yeah. Uh, So Urban South. Good stuff. Happy, happy Annie as cool, uh cool. what that one show says yeah Pardon my take wow. well well uh, you have a happy annie last week
1: again happy birthday
2: oh yeah thank you it's the anniversary mm. of my birth how does it feel being 31 oh uh, man it's uh i will tell you in two hours nice <laughs> I I but also you here. <laughs> three weeks ago or two weeks yeah. ago Anyways, yeah. Um, so yeah, we're doing we're doing something a little different this week. Yeah, um, we. I uh, think I think it'll be fun because I, I'm excited. I, yeah,
1: Go because ahead. like a lot of the times we do like we'll try to do lists or just talk about movies or something like that. But like I think we got a pretty good. I mean, I mean, I think some people would say we have a limited because we talk about the same movies, occasionally a lot, but definitely. Um, We do, we have seen a lot of movies between each other, uh, like opposed to like the common person, I would say. Yeah. And, uh, hopefully we can, we can riff on some stuff. And I, I like the idea of coming up with a topic on the fly instead Mm -hmm. of researching it. Maybe bad.
2: Maybe good. Maybe. Yeah. We're going to find out. Um, you'll let us know our old, please, uh, Broomviewpod at gmail.com. Let us know. Uh, our old friend TVTropes.org, which is a website you introduced to me, Brad, that I am a fan of. Um, they're going to be our, our shining guide tonight. And actually on their homepage uh, is um, a <laughs> one <laughs> a trope that I like. Um, more of a TV. Imagine that. TV tropes. More of a TV one, I think, but it's the, the latest trope added to the website is the home nudist.
1: Home nudist.
2: Yeah. Uh, the descriptor is great, too. Uh, so your family slash roommates have gone out for the evening, leaving you home alone. What do you do? Strip oh, and spend the naked. next few hours walking around naked, perhaps because you hate being dressed or just because there's nothing stopping you or some other reason. Make sure to close the curtains, though. Notably... The camera almost always is angled so that the audience doesn't actually see any real nudity or some other visual sensor will be used. Well, this came up last week in uh, the movie Squid and Whale. Sure. Uh, Yeah. I
1: mean, exactly. The parent went away. And good thing we didn't see any nudity because it was an underage child. Uh, But he was nude Mm and jerking off into condoms and wiping his semen everywhere. Nice. So there's that. Classy dude. Yes, classy kid. <laughs> Every, everyone's best friend at school. <laughs> always give fist bumps. That's why you always give fist bumps. Yeah,
2: so, don't don't get in their palm. Um uh, oh, One yeah.
1: thing I was thinking of uh the movie Go. Remember um uh what's his name? Finch? Uh how, uh what's his name? Uh he was in He's in a ton of stuff. He was in uh, Deadly's Catch, not Deadly's Catch. Um, what's the George Clooney one? Perfect Were Storm. There? Perfect Storm. Mm-hmm. He was uh, Fincher, not Fincher. Did I say David Lynch last week? Week. I think I said David Lynch and not David Fincher. You might have. Damn it! I don't know. Uh, anyways, uh, uh, shit. Let me look it up here. I should be on IMDb right now. Perfect Storm. So you've seen go, right?
3: Uh go yes, yeah.
1: Point. Go
2: exclamation point I have.
1: Uh William, William Fincher. Mm-hmm. Um remember how he was doing the um Fitchner, Uh he remember he had like that Amco type thing and like but like he he lured the guys into his house but like he ended up like coming out with his shirt off and like look at, you know, look at my body. <laughs> and like um it was uh god damn it. This is the problem with drinking and yeah. trying to drinking and remembering. <laughs> yes. Um it was um uh, <clears throat> uh uh Jay Moore and Scott Wolf. Mm-hmm. and remember they were actors and they were they were actors playing cops but they were both they were gay and he like lord he lured them in as like in some weird pretext mm-hmm. and he like came out of the bath or something as a, uh being nude i don't i don't know it was just a for me it was just a funny scene mm-hmm.
2: anyways that's a movie, that's when i remember Um, I, uh, well, there's, they always have examples too, and there's no, I can imagine uh, like Risky Business was kind of
1: like that where, you know, Tom Cruise come across as underwear. Right. Yeah. Uh, That, uh, what's that movie where, uh, someone filled Aaron Andrews
2: through a keyhole? Oh yeah. Yeah. Just hanging out dancing. Mm Mm-hmm. That was the worst when people were like, oh, there's, she definitely knew. She wanted it, yeah. She definitely knew. Well, she was just not, I don't know, she's not doing, like, out of the ordinary things. No. It's like putting on a show, just dancing around and not wearing clothes. Like, I'll do it every morning. Uh It's awesome. Try it. Uh yeah. <laughs> Uh, the um, There's a great example, of course, in uh, Seinfeld, which they list on here, um, where uh, Jerry has a girlfriend who undresses immediately when she's home, and, oh, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, he yeah, complains about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> this says the body does all sorts of weird spasms you're not supposed to see. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's more of a TV one. I've definitely seen so many, um, TV shows where it's just like, oh, wh- what it's always the, the reaction is always the, the person who's naked is like, what? I do this all the time. And yeah. then the, well, like uh, my
1: son, when he takes the poop. Yeah. It's like, what?
2: I do this all the time. Yeah. I say, I
1: know. Yeah. <laughs> and Matt, like Matt's like, what?
2: <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, Oh, here's uh here's a good one. Appeal to nature. Um so the idea is to just do what comes naturally, which is okay. always bad advice,
1: basically. All right. It it feels that way. Like it's always in a disaster movie or something like that, right?
2: Or more often than not, it's like a dad raising a kid alone. Oh. Well, you get that a
1: lot in, uh, what was that um, movie we really liked? Um, oh Christ, this is going to be a thing. Remember that movie? Um, oh. Uh, the one with uh, Viggo Mortensen. The Road? No. The one that we really like. Uh, he got nominated for... Viggo Mortensen. Captain Fantastic, where... His, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, there mm-hmm. they, you know, he was, everything was, nothing was off, like, he, raising your child in a, what we would think in an unorthodox way, but raising them as adults, mm-hmm. you know, and living off the land and appealing to nature. Um, yeah. Uh, one of those... Uh, uh, recently, I watched that movie with Ben Foster. Mm-hmm. That was kind of like went underneath the radar. It's, it's streaming on Amazon right now. Um, it's called Leave No Trace. It was about a um, uh, uh, a uh, a veteran who came back and has P- PTSD and has trouble like assimilating himself back into society. But he also has a daughter, and they kind of live off the land, and mm-hmm. that has, has that kind of theme in it as well. Where, you know, he's, he'd rather be at one with nature
2: than at one with society. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, uh, what, Big Daddy is an example of no one outright says just do what comes natural, but he definitely does.
1: I uh, see. I don't think I've seen Big Daddy.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. It's, uh, it's one of like the three Adam Sandler movies I point to as to why I'm willing to see every movie he makes. Oh, really? See, I, yeah. that's
1: that would be the example where I'm out. Like hit that little Nicky and
2: like oh, anger management or little, something like that. Little Nikki was bad. Um, but yeah, I I like Big Daddy. <laughs> it's ridiculous as the uh as the plot is. Oh,
1: no, no, wait. Wait, wait. Is that with Scuba Steve? Yeah. Okay, yes, yes, I've seen it. Yeah. But I'm thinking more of um uh,
2: Oh, um, Low that's making. my boy, yeah, with yeah. uh Andy Samberg, yeah, mm, yeah, no, I've seen it, didn't like it, um, ooh, this is uh I moved on to a osaka style uh amber l- Mexican lager, and I gotta tell you, it follows up the sweet heat very nicely, nice, oh man, I. <laughs> I, I rifled through that sweet heat. It was so good. Um, mm. Yeah, but pretty much that whole movie is him. It's like, well, because um, <laughs> I think he has kind of an estranged relationship with his dad. He's like, well, I, I'm going to do the things that I would have wanted as a kid, right. uh, and it it doesn't have super disastrous results, but there is at least one scene where the kid decides his name is Frankenstein and eats fifty packets of ketchup.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Now I remember. So it doesn't I'm, is he kind of like independently wealthy? Like he has like a tech kind of thing, or
2: I don't, I don't know if he's, I don't know if. I remember he
1: lives in like a loft.
2: Yeah, he lives in like a really sweet loft, and uh, his dad's a lawyer. I don't know what his thing is, but is his
1: uh, dad Harry w- or Henry Winkler? No,
2: and that no, oh. unfortunately not. He always enhances things. The fonts. Um How about this one? This is No Time to Panic. Oh, uh,
1: my! I, the first thing that came to mind was uh, Deep Blue Sea. Mm-hmm. With <laughs> uh, Samuel L. Jackson standing there, and he's yeah. trying to give the speech. That's and like, perfect. Yeah. This uh, is one of the most shocking things in a really bad movie. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the, thing, the me- most memorable things, Samuel L. Jackson lead person in this, like, what, uh, Thomas Jane's in it, mm-hmm. uh, uh so LL Cool Jays in this, but L. 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 Cool Jays, or, uh, I'm sorry, um, Jackson's supposed to be the, the lead actor, and not even 45 minutes into this movie,
2: he just gets eaten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in a very unexpected way, uh, but yeah, they're just, uh, Uh oh, this is a great example. It is Bane? There's no time for fear. That comes later. Oh, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, just uh, just <laughs> anytime someone says that's that's usually the perfect time to panic. Yeah, it's a death nail. Mm-hmm. I I would
1: say in uh Baby Driver, right when when he wants to get out and um uh.
2: God, beer is bad for your mind. I know, Um, I know. (laughs) We should have done this one first. (laughs) Yes. Um,
1: Oh, I mean, the the rapist, the Weinstein type guy, Mm -hmm. the guy that got ostracized. Kevin Spacey? uh, It's Kevin Spacey, yes. Where he's like, you know, this is not the time to get out. You know, we should do a couple more jobs. That kind of, you know what I mean? And then he does get out. And then he makes his life a living hell afterwards. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Um,
2: I'm sure there's. What was that thing with him? Did you see where he just like posted a random YouTube video of him doing a monologue? Yes. That was so fucking weird. Yeah. And it
1: was right on the day like there was another allegation that came out against him or something like that.
2: (sighs) What is going like? I don't know. That guy just—they all gross me out. All these allegations and and just the level of likelihood. Like every, ever since I've, um, ever since I watched that uh, documentary of, uh, fuck, beer, <laughs> uh, the um, not so secret. It was oh, just,
1: the uh, taking a plain sight or
2: no 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 not that that's kid stuff uh that's <laughs> child's play yeah it's uh, it's just a hand job it's kid stuff um yeah that was literal child's play uh an open secret about just yeah. kind of the the predatory behaviors of people and the and just to think about like how how sick that environment is, and and, yeah. and I try not to think about it. Just as you know, as a movie lover, and and obviously you and I take some time each week to talk about movies, um, so we care enough about them. But yeah, what a sick, sick environment. And just the fact that he came out and like, I don't know what what is he just trying to prove that he still got it. I guess I don't know. I yeah. I mean.
1: Mm everyone says that you know eventually we'll forgive you as a society but like that i think that point in time is over now yeah maybe you know because like everyone has a chance for a redemption you look at it like with tiger woods you mm-hmm. know about this time but like had he had he done his stuff like two years ago yeah i don't know if that's gonna go over so well
2: yeah um, I don't know. I t- the Tiger Woods thing for me has always been kind of a conundrum. Like the the bad thing that he did was he was married. Like if he wasn't married it would just be like, oh, he's a, the living the bachelor life. And I mean Oh,
1: well, he also he also got pulled over pretty fucked up on drugs. <laughs> You're right. Yeah.
2: Which might may or may not have been a uh result of him uh right. Oh, Jesus Christ. I saw the most Well, that him thing.
1: being you know and yeah. having health issues or you know being injured for the last but mm-hmm. also some people say he wouldn't have had those health issues if he if they had been testing for banned substances earlier in his career he may not have been going through all that stuff so oh. yeah there's some stuff leading to that but um but yeah uh but back, back to um uh, what is it uh don't worry everything's going to be all right like i uh, die hard is an mm-hmm. example you know, when they're trying they're you know, the the bad guys are almost to the point where they're about to make it work and then John McClane is that flying ointment. hmm. He's that what what else does he
2: say there? Uh but I oh man. I can't tell you the last time I saw Die Hard. I might have to It's so good, man. Go out so of my good. way to watch it again.
1: It's one of those movies where I'll listen to it at work. Yeah. Because you know every scene. You don't have to watch it. And it actually sometimes can, uh, um, uh is more effective because you can hear the actual words. You're not just watching all the action and stuff. Mm-hmm. You can hear the, the inflections and all that stuff. Uh, I really do enjoy it that way.
2: So. I, oh yeah, for sure. I get it. Uh, Uh, mad scientist beautiful daughter (laughs) mad scientist has only one child a beautiful but innocent girl in her late teens or early 20s i'm trying to think of that because there are
1: examples and i'm trying to imagine it
2: yeah the first one i thought of was it's it's almost like a throwaway but in uh mcgruber oh of course yeah yeah imagine that um what's his name batman uh, or fat man whatever you yeah. want to call him uh, Iceman His, uh, he plays the character Dieter von Kanth. and uh, hmm. <laughs> yeah they're, they're, uh, MacGruber breaks into a poker game and he's got a very stunning woman with him and MacGruber tells the girl enjoy being date raped ma'am and uh, Kanth says this is my daughter <laughs> and he is embarrassed yeah. <laughs> um, oh man, um, yeah, but I feel like i mean it's it's usually like, well, I guess, well, I guess the big
1: Lebowski's kind of like that, but not really it that's the the wife, mhm, you
2: know, um, yeah, although like, Maud Lebowski,
3: oh oh yeah, hell yeah. She's, she's a hot daughter, I, yeah.
2: Uh what is her name? <laughs> and we Damn always, it. It's not Susan Sarandon. No, definitely not. Uh Julianne Moore. Yes. Moore, more, more. Um
1: uh, scientist. Well, th- this isn't well, yeah, it's not that. No. I was thinking uh uh that's more a fish out of water type thing, um the uh park.
2: Mm-hmm. With... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at the, the examples uh, on the website. No. And they're not great. No? Oh, <laughs> honey, I shrunk the kids. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess. <Yeah>. I mean... <laughs> I guess Rick Moranis is a a mad scientist. (laughs) He is quite the
1: mad scientist. And he did shrink the kids. Mm -hmm. And he has a
2: daughter that is being pursued Mm -hmm. by ants. Yes. Yeah. Pretty intense stuff. Oh, man. Uh, So I've I've got another good one in the works because that was kind of tough. Um, The big guy rodeo person fighting a much bigger opponent attempts to disable the big guy by jumping on their back and wrapping their arms around their neck. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I think probably in somewhere in the... I'm sure in all the hangovers
2: you've seen that. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a, definitely a comedy move.
1: Yeah. I'm sure Chris Tucker did it in one, of the, one or two of the rush hours.
2: <laughs> Maybe, if he did it in one, he probably... He probably did it in all three, yeah. or um, Jackie Chan did it in the second one, and then he did it in the third one. Except that that, yeah. that trilogy is bizarre. It's like the uh, <laughs> the second one is a role reversal of the first one, and the third one is a role reversal of the second one, which is just the first one again. Which
1: what spawned what was that the uh, the Luke Wilson and Jackie Chan uh, western movie? What? Oh, wow.
2: Shanghai Noon. Shanghai Noon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, can, he can keep that one. <laughs> yeah.
1: The only thing I remember that is what what shirt Ben Barr. He they were both in prison. They were both in cells across from each other, mm-hmm. and Jackie Chan pissed on his shirt. And then started to twist it around the bars. What? Yeah. No. Wow. Wet shirt, bend bar. Okay. Um, I can imagine like Jean-Claude Van Damme doing that, like in Bloodsport, mm-hmm. right?
2: Uh, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. I feel like it's a, it, it's more. It lends itself it's, more to comedy. Yeah, it feels comedians. more comedic. Um. But yeah, man, I'm struggling to to think exactly of uh of stuff. There is a picture of uh one of the pictures is Batman uh on Darkseed, uh, but it's animated. So yeah. haven't seen that one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we're gonna ever see Darkseid again.
2: Yeah. Doubt it. Probably not. Probably not. How about Sucky Schools? The opposite of elaborate university high. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well.
1: It would be um, any, any like, stam or no, uh, lean on me. Mm-hmm. Or any of, like, the inner city schools. Like, oh, one of my favorites. Wildcats. You've seen Wildcats? No. Oh, fuck. You're going to love it. Um, it's the first Woody Harrelson and... Um, and uh uh Wesley knights team up team up with goldie hahn as the the football coach she gets hired on to this uh this in like this this rundown school and mm-hmm. she, they they don't have enough money to pay anybody and they can't pay the coach he walks off so she becomes she's like the cheer coach or the dance coach or something like that and she becomes the head coach and it's Wildcats. And they do a little rap in the middle of it, which is pretty sweet. That sounds pretty sweet. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, that, or like, um, uh, Dangerous Minds or, uh, any of the John or Jim Belushi movies where he's a principal <laughs> or, uh, school Lewis days, junior, whenever he's a principal <laughs> or Morgan Freeman, whenever he's a principal <laughs> or,
2: uh, uh what james almost hillary <laughs> J- swank is a teacher yeah uh what was that freedom riders yeah <laughs> yeah any yeah
1: that that's a pretty good trope right there yeah is the, the, uh, the, uh, uh, the 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 white inspirational...
2: in the the white hero in the inner city school
1: yeah well it's not always well yeah i guess dangerous mind is is more that what
2: yeah. um keanu um, reeves is that with uh with baseball in Chicago, in uh, hardball. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um what else there's um, hmm. Yeah. Now well there's it's <laughs> some bad
1: the bad schools.
2: The inner city school is often the victim of this trope, according to TVTropes.org. Oh for sure. I think yeah.
1: that's all that I named right yeah, now. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Always. And it's always the the unlikely hero that turns it around yeah and it's always like the worst kid that
1: comes around and yeah and ends up pulling it off, but yeah mm-hmm. i think I think Wildcats is my favorite of that. Let me see if that's streaming anywhere
2: yeah got I gotta take a look at that rookie high school football, yeah, you need to watch it It has forget. a harder time than she expected, trying to whip her tough inner city team into shape, really harder time than expected,
1: shocking, hmm. Goldie Hawn had a sweet spot there with like Private Benjamin. Yeah. And Wildcats. Wildcats from nineteen eighty six. Not streaming anywhere. But oh what a fun movie that was. That was good. Um yeah trying to think what else is there any like recent ones that have done that because
2: like that felt like a
1: like early 90s like that's when it ended
2: yeah 90s early 2000s i feel like that went because like i remember the, specifically the or like the- i remember specifically freedom writers um and uh hardball no yeah. and like you see those when you're younger and you're like oh that was a sweet movie and then you look at it now and it's just like wow that's great <laughs> yeah. Great. That's the uh <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's funny. What uh what examples does it give? Uh let me take a look. Live action film. Uh the faculty?
1: Oh, and the faculty's sweet. I mean, yeah. That was it. No way. No, no I no, don't no, no, think no. that fits it. No, I it guess. doesn't because that was like uh P and W like
2: Kind uh, of okay, little. so here's what, I mean, we kind of took it how we wanted, but here we go. A school that isn't very good at teaching because of budget issues and or political correctness gone mad. <laughs> Expect the textbooks and technology to be massively out of date and have Cold War era information at best. <laughs> the School is often full of ridiculous me. Ridiculously mean teachers, bullies of all races, colored creeds, and social backgrounds, and run by an even worse principal. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: well, I guess huh, see, the faculty isn't, I mean, that is that. That was no, like, I don't by, think so either. Run I by think aliens or something, I think like it's that, a right? bad
2: example. Shermer High, uh, and the breakfast club. Um, <laughs>
1: I love that soundtrack. I think we've talked about that before. The faculty. Oh, soundtrack. the faculty soundtrack. Yeah, that's right in my sweet spot for late '90s rock.
0: Um.
1: Yeah, but I think the, most of the ones we talked about were right on there. Yeah. Lean, lean on me, stand by me, mm-hmm. lean on him.
2: Lean <laughs> on. Uh yeah wildcats I feel like a lot of these are are really good t v tropes um hence the name of the organization um but I like this uh beleaguered assistant and there's a uh picture of of uh, Futurama no
1: oh. <laughs> oh my the, as soon as you said that I went straight to the water boy water boy
2: <laughs> yeah ooh I don't like you know what I don't like this. This is page number sixty four you have viewed this month without ads. We get it. Ads aren't what you're here for, but they do pay for the hosting and maintenance of t v tropes. Please whitelist us or purchase a ad free pass to support t v tropes. Leave me alone, really. yeah, I'm not gonna turn my ad blocker off for you.
1: Oh, believer assistant uh devil's were what devil Wears Prada. oh uh, yeah. That would be a good one. Um, any of the rom-coms with um, what's her name, uh, Goldie Hawn's daughter?
2: Who is Goldie Hawn's daughter?
1: Um, you know who she is.
2: I I I do definitely. She <sighs>
1: stars in everything with Matthew McConaughey in the early two mm. thousand.
2: <laughs> I want to say Renee Zellweger, but I know that's not her. No, and that's I'm horrible. Thinking Yeah.
1: Uh, I want to say Lake Bell, but it's not Lake Bell. Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson, yeah. There you go.
2: I had to look it up, so, you know. Yeah,
1: she feels like that, like the harried assistant. Even, like, Mm -hmm. Jennifer Lopez would be, like, the harried assistant in some of those movies she does.
2: Oh, yeah. Jennifer Lopez is always the uh, rags to riches, like, her boss is uh, an incompetent jerk, and she just needs to go into... Business for herself or something. uh, Renee Zellweger is always the beleaguered
1: assistant, Mm -hmm. like whether it's Jerry Maguire or it's Bridget Jones' Diary, Mm -hmm. right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Pepper Um, Potts, yeah, that's true. She's she's always having to clean up. Yeah. Was he? Oh man, I feel like his role just kind of shrank and shrank. Has he been in any of the Avengers movies? Really yeah, I did yeah, I did like him. But I feel like the kind of he got it got abandoned by yeah. 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 Yeah, he did what the first two,
1: mm-hmm. like you said, and then nothing. Well yeah,
2: once he I mean, he wasn't directing the third. I one,
1: don't think he's so. hurting though, because he's doing I mean he did line he's doing Lion King now.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm not I'm not too worried about him. Yeah. I just yeah. I like that character though. But, yeah, I do too. Uh but he was really good at homecoming, like he mm-hmm. was the best
1: part of that, or not the best part of it, but he was the the best part of this tony stark uh relationship mm-hmm um trying think who else maybe Alfred and all the batman movies
2: uh yeah yeah he uh he knows better, but he uh, just kind of has to he he sucks it up for the yeah Kind of let Batman do his thing. Yeah. Or Bruce do his thing. <laughs> There's a good uh, uh, number two from Austin Powers. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, in the, So the descriptor is really good on this one. In, in the intervening years between when Dr. Evil was frozen and thawed, number two had managed to turn his company into a legitimate business, easily worth many times more than what Dr. Evil could manage.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I remember that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: they were like trying to invest in like Starbucks.
2: Yeah, you like one million dollars in yeah. the nineties. Like, it's actually, not not a lot of money. Hmm. Uh, number two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, here you Let's go. Do- do one more, and we'll. I've I've uh, I've got one that uh, you won't like. Uh, v formation team shot. Um, v
1: formation team shot.
2: Yeah. So this says uh, in almost every show featuring a team of heroes, at some point in the opening or promotional material, the main characters will be displayed in a certain formation. The leader stands in the middle of the shot, with the rest of the team, the rest of the team standing to each side of him in order of importance each slightly behind each other, forming a V-shape. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much... Well, it's definitely all the, like, the CW superhero oh, movies or TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but, of course, it makes me think of uh, D2, The Mighty Ducks, The Flying V. Oh, uh, of course it does. <laughs> Possibly the easiest uh, thing to defend... Yes, absolutely. You it's just defend it with one guy. Just un- unless offsides isn't a thing in the Junior Goodwill games, which, come on, mm. you know it is. That's right. Um, am <laughs> um,
1: trying to think. I mean, I guess it, the one scene that I really liked mm-hmm. in a movie that wasn't as very good because um, I really liked the the uh, infinity wars i thought infinity wars was really good like i've rewatched that a couple times what
2: which one was infinity wars
1: this is the last one okay right mm-hmm. i really like that one the one that i liked the least was the age of ultron yeah that one was, a, was but the rush. opening scene when they were going through the woods mhm and that like in oh Wukovia yeah or whatever yeah, snow covered, and all of a sudden they all like jumped at the same time and they were kind of going through the air. Yes, that was a
2: really cool shot. Yeah, like a really cool setup, you know,
1: nerd boner type of thing.
2: No, it was, it was a great shot, but yeah, that movie I don't know, felt very rushed, maybe. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it was like,
1: okay, we got to get through this to get to the next stuff, you know, an Age of Ultron. It was a it was a, what was it was it, it? It was a comic run. It was a run of comics. So, right. you know, they were trying to tie it in and, and make everything. But they also had like tying in all the other movies and make, you know, keep on
2: schedule. But I thought,
1: I really, really think, I thought Infinity War was
2: really well done, man. Like, I, yeah, see, I liked Infinity War, but I just, you. I don't know. It's frustrating. just the way that I guess Marvel has overplayed their hand is just these deaths. They don't impact Mm me.
1: Nope. And but they at the time we watched them and I remember watching, you know, the Spider-Man, you know, him and Tony Stark. You know, yeah, it was it was that it
2: was that one was effective.
1: And I felt bad for Groot dying in front of a
2: rocket. That was sad. But it just it it doesn't. When I leave the theater thinking about, man, how are they going to pull this off? Yeah. And I guess it's just, I mean, I know you and I read a lot of comic books and we obviously talked about we watch a lot of movies. So there's I feel like there's a certain level of cynicism that sometimes comes with familiarity. Yep. Of yep. like, well, we know what we're in for. So yep. it makes it kind of tough. Uh, I'm, I, I'm anxious for you to see
1: eventually see Captain Marvel. Um, I think you're going to enjoy. I know. That. I really want to see it, um, yeah. and <laughs> there, there's some good stuff in it. And I'm anxious to see her in this new, yeah. this new thing because I think it's going to make, uh, I think it's going to make it better. Because I really enjoy watching her. Now, that being said,
2: there's a movie on Netflix called Unicorn.
1: School yeah, Unicorn. Store. Like
2: that. I saw it today. I th- uh, do you watch it? No, no. I I saw that it was on there. Um, I started watching it. Samuel L. Jackson and pre Larson.
1: <laughs> I didn't even get to the part where Samuel Jackson came in, and I stopped watching. Damn. Like, I. Would, Damn. It's rough. Uh, Bradley Whitford's in it. Um, nice. I'm in, and uh, Joan Cusack is in it. Okay. I'm out. Oh, you don't like Joan Cusack? No, I do. <laughs> Stop it. I I do like He's her. The
3: I best. just
2: I just can't. Uh, I. It's hard cuz I always think about her doing US cellular commercials and when they changed Comiskey to US Cellular Field it's just a whole oh, that was a trip. whole, a whole yeah. thing for you. It it was and even though I am not a White Sox fan I still refer to it as Comiskey, and I always will. But, you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it, it well, when I drove by it or when we rode by it in a train, it didn't look like a old-timey <laughs> field.
2: Uh, yeah, that was, that was your last look at civilization,
1: yeah, pretty much. Um, I oh, I need you to send me, um, can you you can you send me YouTube videos of uh Jesse and his uh oh, that's yeah, something I wanted to ask you like months and months ago, yeah, but I don't know I I if
2: didn't... I talked about it on Mavs, but I see his Metro PCS uh commercial with the Greek Freak all the time. That is amazing. That how it's cool. It's fantastic. That I I it just makes me so happy every time I see it. That's great. I was like, "Hey, that's my buddy."
1: That's really cool. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about Jesse Kendall.
2: Yes, yeah. And, yeah. Um who uh he's been on MAVS a couple times. Um Matt met him through uh Second improv. City improv and yep. uh I don't know, things are things are happening for him. It's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> um nice. I did have to search one more. Um right. because I've I've been notified that this is the sixty-ninth page I have viewed without ads. And it is for big fancy house. Nice. I mean, nice. A big
1: fancy house. Mm-hmm. Oh, um I mean a movie I watched just very recently, mm-hmm. uh, "Simple Favor," with uh, Blake Lively and Andrew Kendrick. Right. A, a good example of that. Um, uh, oh, uh, 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 oh shit! What's the uh, Jordan Peele or
2: Jordan? Uh, Jordan Peele, us? Uh, no, the other one. That. Oh shit. <laughs>
3: This is so bad. <laughs>
1: Get out. Get out. That was kind of a crazy elaborate house.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: Tony I, Stark's
2: house. Yeah, Tony Stark's house. The Haunting of Hill House. That was a TV show, but yeah. watched that recently. Um, Benjamin's apartment in uh, Wayne's World. <laughs> Oh, Wayne says this is definitely the place I'm gonna get when I move out of my parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's encouraging.
1: Um, trying to think what else would be a good one. Oh, of course, Willy Wonka's Chocolate mm-hmm. Factory. Oh yeah, will be right there. Um, Man. I guess I guess like a cabin in the woods, like the, the bunker. It
2: is, yeah. That bunker's uh it's it's secretly a big fancy house. Yeah. It's not just a cabin in the woods. Oh, oh. You know it was a creepy fancy house
1: would be uh the house the kids would go into and
2: it. Yes, yeah. Big creepy house.
1: I guess Alex McAllister's house and and Home Alone would be a big fancy house. Yeah, yeah. That, what that, that, yeah. what
2: did Mister McAllister do? Yeah, right. <laughs> he made some money he, he had that be in charge of that
1: much because he is forgetful as fuck.
2: Yeah, right. He had that big elaborate house. He took his family on a big elaborate Christmas vacation to France. I don't
1: know. Oh fuck. Um, I, uh, I don't know. You didn't see it. Uh, the movie Thur- Thurgoods. Um, or Thurbretts. Mm. Um Lily, uh, the girl from The Witch and from Split.
2: Uh, Anna Taylor. Or, yes, Anna Joy. Taylor. Joy? Compton? Joy? Yeah. Sounds good. They,
1: She lived in a huge, crazy house, fancy house. God, that movie was disappointing. <laughs> The VV itch. Oh, oh, uh, from, uh, V from Vendetta V's house. He he was in that underground bunker Mm -hmm. in a subway. Right. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. Uh, definitely. What about, uh, the, the bunker in 10 Cloverfield lane? Oh yeah. Not (laughs) fancy. Not, not big or fancy, No, but but effective.
1: Yeah. And rememberable Mm -hmm. or, Rememberable,
0: unforgettable. The Way Mansion. Yeah,
2: uh, I sent you that video. So. All right, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. If you get any
1: more, uh, or if you remember any more, because I'd like to see all his his uh, things, so to see how he does. So.
2: Yeah, he's he's fantastic. You know Definitely. what?
1: We're gonna get a, get a live. Yeah. Yeah. Live. Look live in. feedback. All right. So we're gonna open up the thing. Oh, damn it! I just got a recommendation for watching a Scott Stapp video.
2: <laughs> Fuck that. That's discouraging.
1: Hmm. What's he doing right now?
2: Scott Stapp. I, I was gonna. Oh man.
1: <laughs> and the mustache is great. Right? <laughs> uh and his voice is
2: really good on it. Yeah. Like oh, that's great. He's I you know, it's it's really it's a story that you hear all the time. But I remember the first time I went to one of Matt's improv shows. And he was not on Matt's uh, improv team, but he had a team performing that night, all right. and he just had it. Yeah, yeah. So he just he like when he was on stage, you gravitated towards him. So. Yeah. So it was pretty cool to see it it come to fruition for. Well,
1: me. you know what the biggest thing is like you could the voice and stuff all could be there, but if it's not, you don't have that, especially for comedy that facial. Like the contorting of the face and stuff. Expressiveness, like, yeah. It that you you don't get it. That's what, I mean, like Zach is, Yeah. Like he's the only person that can do deadpan
2: funny. You know, mm-hmm. like, really. Yeah, because he just is in. just yeah. Complete. Control. But like,
1: other than that, it has to be the. And, like, and especially in like a little commercial like that to make it funny. Hmm. You have to,
2: and it could be such a throwaway thing, but he like sold it his face during the dunk when he does that like yeah. z- just sh- shake he's like yeah and he said Giannis was awesome that's cool yeah so he was like oh he was so cool so ah yeah i'm i'm happy for him i really hope that this is just the beginning and i think it is so
0: it's good stuff uh,
2: well we um we're at just about an hour we made it very good Yeah. Is there a a thing for awkward
0: endings?
3: Yeah, I'm going to take my horse to the old town road. I'm going to ride till I can't no more. Can't no more. I got the horses in the back, horse stock is attached, head is mad at black, got the boots is black to match, riding on a horse, ha. you can whip your Porsche, I been in the valley, you ain't been up off that porch now, nah. can't nobody feel.